Always remember to consult with your physicians before making any changes to your current treatment plan. Hi, this is Living Risk Anxiety, and I'm your host, Rosaria Kozar. I'm super excited today because I have Julie Abel here from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. More specifically, she is the medical outreach director for the chapter located in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Make-A-Wish is a worldwide organization that allows children with life-threatening illnesses such as cancer to participate in, well, making a wish. You might be thinking, how can my child participate? We're in the hospital all day, every day. Well, that's why Julie is here. She's going to give you the ins and outs of the Make-A-Wish process. I personally cannot say enough about this organization as it once granted a wish to my son, sending us to meet one of his favorite Disney characters. So welcome, Julie, to Living with Scanxiety. Thank you. Good morning. Happy to be here. Well, I'm so delighted that you could um, take time out of your busy schedule and be with us. So before we get started on the ins and outs, can you give us a brief history of Make-A-Wish? Sure, I'd be happy to. So the um, foundation was founded in 1980 when a little boy um, named Christopher, a seven-year-old child from the Phoenix, Arizona area, had his wish granted um, to be a Department of Public Safety officer. Um, the organization has, has grown tremendously since then, and our organization, Make-A-Wish Massachusetts and Rhode Island, we were founded in 1987 when we fulfilled our first wish. Thank you for sharing that backstory. I appreciate it. Can you tell me what the first Massachusetts Rhode Island wish was? So that wish was for um, a young girl named Colleen who wished to go. It was a really beautiful, simple wish. She wished to go to York, Maine. She loved the beach and um, her family had been to York, Maine, to the beach, you know, previously, and it was a very special spot for their family, and that was her wish. So we were able to bring Colleen and her family um, you know, back to one of her favorite spots for her wish trip. As simple as that is, that is very beautiful, and wow, and you must feel just so elated when these wishes come to life. Absolutely. It's a real honor and a privilege to, you know, to work at this organization, to be part of this organization, and, you know, to really be able to, you know, be on the journey with some of these families as they, you know, they work through their treatment and, you know, their the illness with their child and to, you know, to really be able to um, offer them something that's very special and memorable that will, you know, hopefully you know, divert their attention for a bit onto something, you know, joyful and positive for the, the wish child and, and the entire family. It's truly a beautiful thing. If you think about it from a whole, taking the child out of that feeling sick for just a little bit. And how do we go about that? Where do we start? Right. So that's a good question. So how does it start? <laughs> um, so we, what we call is, you know, a referral. So we can have um, and accept a referral from a f- you know, few different sources. So often a member of the child's medical team. So perhaps a social worker or a doctor or a nurse who you know, knows the family might consider making a referral for a child. We also receive, you know, referrals from parents or le- legal guardians of um, 
a child um, and sometimes family members. So those folks, that those groups can actually contact us directly, you know, online or over the phone and, you know, begin a, the referral process. And are there age requirements? Yes. So to be referred, a child has to be at least two and a half years old and under 18. Oh, okay. So the statute of limitations is essentially the age of 18, or is it like so many years after they recover from the disease, if it's a recoverable disease? So, right. So that's, um, has sort of two answers to that question. So regarding age criteria for referral, it's, you know, over two and a half and under 18 to be referred. And then as far as there is a medical eligibility review of the referral, that has to do with where the child is in their treatment um, and, you know, depending upon their medical condition. Okay. And it's not just limited to cancer, is it? Correct. It is not. We fulfill wishes for children with, you know, a range of conditions, including cystic fibrosis or children who are getting a kidney transplant or a heart transplant or a child with a you know form of muscular dystrophy. So all different, you know, illness groups, um, you know, have potential, you know, children who could qualify for a wish. That's great that there's so many children that are eligible for this. That brings me to my next question. If you're not sure if your child is eligible, should you go ahead and apply and see? Yes. If we, um, if anyone listening to this interview is, you know, thinking perhaps they know a child or they're a parent of a child, it is, we welcome, you know, um, a call or an email because then we can, you know, we might dialogue and learn a little bit more about the child's condition and perhaps it is not, you know, a match. And sometimes we have resources that we could provide, you know, as another alternative. But if we would rather have folks contact us in the event that their, you know, child may be eligible. We are seeking and our goal is to reach all medically eligible children across our two-state territory of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. And are the families allowed to go along with their children or is this just a child that's allowed? Right. So, you know, depending upon the wish request. So, for an example, if a wish was travel and a child would like to, you know, go to the Grand Canyon. So, um, you know, we would include, you know, a mom and a dad or, you know, two adults. So, um, and then the child and, um, you know, if they have a sibling in the home. So it is, you know, we realize and we recognize that while the child, the wish child is why they're participating in Make-A-Wish, you know, an illness impacts the entire family. And so, you know, we believe in having that entire family be part of, you know, the wish experience. That's beautiful because it truly does impact the entire family. So that is surprising, but also very comforting that you do that. My next question relates to oncology patients in particular. If they have a reoccurrence, do you allow two wishes? So great. So we only are, are, are able to fulfill one wish. So just tying back into your earlier question, so you asked about age criteria. So the foundation has four criteria. Um, one is a child, as I said, has to be over two and a half and under 18 when they're referred. The second is the child has to live in Massachusetts or Rhode Island. The third is that they cannot have had a wish granted by Make-A-Wish or another organiza- wish-granting organization in the past. And then the fourth is the medical eligibility criteria. 
so to your question, unfortunately, we were not able to fulfill a second wish. That's absolutely understandable. And I think I can speak for others out there that we're just so grateful that you fulfill one wish. That's just amazing. Is there any other things that you want to mention about Make-A-Wish? Oh, there's so much. Um, <laughs> it's great. Um, we are, you know, we love it. We are excited about it. We are, um, committed to it. So is there, um, the types of wishes or what, what would be helpful to know? Well, you had mentioned York, Maine, and my son personally went to Disney and in Disney, you have some sort of partnership with Give Kids the World Village. And they were amazing because outside of Disney, they had this whole area to play with. So I'm kind of wondering wondering what other types of wishes are out there for the kids to make. So correct. So Disney World um, is the most popular wish and we are fortunate to um, partner with Give Kids the World, as you said. So if you, you know, continue on the theme of like Disney travel, so travel wishes. So the, like I said, the Grand Canyon or to go to, you know, family reunion or um, so travel is popular. Another category or you know group of wishes is gift or items. So a child who may want new musical instruments or a bedroom redecoration or an outdoor playset. So some sort of gift or item. The another category of a wish is to be someone. So we granted a wish a few years ago for a little girl that wanted to be a dancer. She wanted to be a ballerina. So, you know, one could say, well, how could you do that? And, you know, we basically, you know, we learned about that um, wish when our volunteers visited with her. And so we provided her with, you know, one-on-one individual lessons um, in a private, you know, dance company, group lessons, um, all the outfits, and then, um, you know, just as many lessons as she would like. And then we sort of you know, sort of to cap it all off, if you will, we transported her family from the Cape um, in a stretch limousine to the Wang Center over the holidays, over the Christmas holidays, to see the Nutcracker at the Wang Center and go backstage to meet the Prima Ballerina. So Aww. it was, you know, and she really considers herself a ballerina. So <laughs> to be to be something, so to be a ballerina, to be a chef, to be an astronaut. And then the fourth category is to meet someone. So to meet a sports star or to meet a poet or to meet um, the cast of a you know, Disney show. So lots of options. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about Make-A-Wish are all the options that they can choose from. So it truly is a wish. And one of the wishes that I've heard about on the news lately are children actually wishing to help others. And I'm not pushing parents to have their child do that. But can you tell me more about that? Yes, that's great. That um, you're really informed. That's terrific. It's um, yeah, we've had some kids that would. Um, there was a child actually who wanted to provide toys for a homeless shelter. So you know, is basically that was her wish, and so you know, we arranged for her to go like on a shopping spree, if you will. You know, she was paired up, if you will, with a shelter. She learned about the you know the children who were living there, their ages and their likes and their dislikes, and then you know, she was able to shop for those items. And instead of going on the shopping spree wish for herself, then those toys were delivered to a shelter. So it's, you know, paying it forward, giving it back. It certainly is. And it's just so heartwarming. It gives me chills to think about it, that a child with one wish would wish to help others. It truly is beautiful. 
I'm going to change gears here a little bit and ask you, what is the most unique, if you had to pick, wish that you have granted? Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Well, so we had a teenager um, a few years ago who was known uh, around his neighborhood for um, hosting wiffle ball tournaments in his backyard. And um, he was about 14 or so. Um, And then he was diagnosed with leukemia and he was referred to our organization to have a wish fulfilled. And he wished to have his backyard, you know, um, transformed, if you will, to a more professional looking wiffle ball park. So, yes. So we partnered with the Red Sox who actually gave us bases that had been used in Fenway Park, who built a pitcher's mound with, you know, dirt from Fenway Park. Um, And we created a more professional looking wiffle ball field in his backyard. Um, This is, and Greg is his name. And then we reached out to um, a group of artists called the um, Fenway Park Artist Group or something like that. And we reached an artist who was really interested in helping us grant this wish. And she actually painted, we were working with some construction folks who, who like assembled a fake green monster. Oh my gosh. And so she painted that. Um, and so she painted really like what looked like the seats and she painted the scoreboard underneath it. So we had that installed in his yard, as well as some, um, you know, some like uh, stadium seating, if you will. And then we basically did like a wish delivery. So it was all being built and we filmed it as it was coming together. And Greg would go out and, you know, like watch it transform. And then we did like a ribbon cutting ceremony, if you will, where we, the family came over with their neighbors and everything. And we had um, refreshments and he played wiffle ball. So, and he now hosts an annual wiffle ball tournament to raise money for Make-A-Wish Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Wow. Paying forward, giving back. That's an amazing thing. So that's a one of a kind. We have not had that wish repeated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to ask, are there any limitations that a parent should try to steer their child away from? Well, sure, there are some wishes that the foundation, you know, we're not able to fulfill, you know, such as in grand swimming pools. Um, But, you know, there's so much that we are able to grant. I think, you know, we, our approach is Certainly to when we meet with the child, as you know, when we meet, you know, met your family, our volunteers, our volunteers will, you know, come to the home if that's convenient for the family and, and have a wish visit and learn a little bit, a little bit about the child. You know, if the child or the teen expresses a wish that we're not able you know, to fulfill, we would, you know, we'll alert them as soon as we can and, you know, hopefully work with them to, you know, select a new wish. But um, I think, you know, it's, so much that we we can do. There certainly are, like, if you like an in-ground swimming pool, we um, are not able to fulfill, nor, like, um, seizure dogs, you know, things like that, so. Oh, okay. And my final question is for those parents that have children that are in the hospital 24-7, are they still allowed wishes? Yes, absolutely, and it's a great question. We are flexible, accommodating. Um, We have conducted you know, wish visits in the hospital. We fulfilled wishes in the hospital. If whatever is the best for the family and, you know, and the medical provider, you know, collaborates and supports, um, we are able to grant. So if it is a wish in a hospital, 
we will grant it or if they could maybe have, you know, if they're on a uh, brief leave. Um, but we're very flexible and committed to, you know, granting the best wish possible in the best you know, situation. That's fantastic. Uh, fantastic. It's just so heartwarming that you guys really do your best to touch every child that is struggling, whether it be with cancer or some other type of medical limitation. I really admire your organization. You did so much for my family. So thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. It's our honor and our privilege. And we're really excited and you know, to have this opportunity to share a little bit more with you and your audience. Well, I truly appreciate you saying that. And I truly appreciate you coming on and sharing this with my audience. And I'm just wondering, you did give a little bit of information about how to contact you. Is there a website that you could share? Sure. So if to make a referral um, to inquire about possibly having a child, you know, be eligible for WISH, the website would be wish.org backslash refer a child. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I know there will be people in touch with you, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the opportunity and um, wish you the very best. Thank you. And just as a reminder, you're listening to Living Risk Anxiety, and I'm your host, Rosaria Kozar. Please visit my website at www.livingwithanxiety.org. And don't forget, subscribe to my podcast.